Hello, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of the Eagle Cast Season 2, a podcast brought to you by members of the Robo Eagles 4828, a first robotics competition team based in North Carolina. I'm Abi Pusarla, a sophomore who joined the team last year and is excited to bring you this podcast to you all. I'm joined by my co host, Audit, over here. Audit, how about you introduce yourself to everyone? Uh, hey, guys. Uh, my name is Audit. I'm a sophomore as well. Uh, this is my first year on the team, and I will be hosting along with Abi. So um, before we get started for today, I was just curious. Um, Abi, if you could build a robot that could do anything, right? I mean, it doesn't have to be good for society. You could be a little selfish if you want, but if you could build anything, what would you build? All right, all right. Look, I'm on podcast right now. I'm being recorded as I say this. I am not going to go selfish with this. I'm going to go for the good of the people because I am totally a good person and I wish that were. Anyways, um, so I was thinking, you know, uh, what would be good for the world, right? And, you know, I was thinking, so especially considering all the climate change and things we're hearing these days, I was thinking, you know, create energy bots like that would make the processes of climate change i mean not climate change renewable energy more efficient so you know solar panels hydroelectricity wind power all those make like robots to help with those kind of functions because we're currently way too reliant on fossil fuels if you ask me and um and we can see it today people may deny climate change but we're seeing it texas has snow right now and they have like power outages and i've heard i believe you've heard of this right yeah Otis? it's crazy i've seen like people's houses like all messed up because like they're not used to snow right so like i've seen people lose their houses it's really sad exactly so things like that we know the root causes are just the constant pollution and things causing climate change so you know reducing reliance on fossil fuels would be the first step so creating robots to you know really help with make these renewable energy, which are infinite, essentially, if we can get it efficient enough. So I'm thinking if we make robots along those lines, I think that would be way better for the world overall. How about you, bro? Well, um, if I was being selfish, I would make a personal butler. Um, that's always something that I like. Um, I would name him Alfred, Batman reference. Ah, I see um, you, I see you. All right. Alfred would be able to cook. He would be able to do anything that I want him to do. But if I was being serious, then I would make a robot that's able to clean up trash and recycle. Maybe like mm. a home recycling bot. That would be great. A lot great. of people don't recycle due to the inconvenience, mm. right? So if you have like a home recycling bot, it's easier to recycle. That's definitely yeah. true. Because you consider like, you know, there's so much like, um, you know, people always decide to go trash because half the time people don't do things, even if they're beneficial just because of inconvenience. So I think a robot in yeah, that case. Would... I, I know, personally, I've been lazy a few times to sort my trash. So if there's a robot that could do it for me, then I'm on for it. Me too, yeah. bro. Anyways, we have a good show for you all today. In a couple minutes, we'll have our board members come on the cast to discuss how our team has adapted to the pandemic and various things we've been able to accomplish ever since COVID changed our lives forever. Soon after, we'll have Audit over here go over some current events in the robotics world. For now, we'll enter our first ever STEM segment. So, um, we're looking at what's interesting in the world of STEM. Well, I was thinking, because it's the month of February, right? And you know what that means. It's Black History Month. 
In honor of that, I wanted to talk about one figure in Black history who made leaps and bounds when it came to the STEM field, specifically. All right, I'm interested. Who is this mystery person? Who is this mystery person? Well, I wanted to honor a person who doesn't get as much recognition as she deserves. If you've seen Hidden Figures, which is a great movie, by the way, if you haven't seen it, please check it out. You'll know who Katherine Johnson, Mary Jackson, Dorothy Vaughn, women who are essential to NASA as engineers and mathematicians. I wanted to focus on someone who has an incredible resume, but is perhaps lesser known among various people. Shirley Ann Jackson. She is a physicist who studied subatomic particles during the 1970s and made many breakthroughs for Black women. She was not only the first woman to get a doctorate from MIT in any field, but she was also appointed by Bill Clinton to serve as the chairman of the U.S. Nuclear Regulatory Commission. I know, it's a long position. Point is, she was one of the first ever women and African-American to hold that position. Additionally, she was made the 18th president of the Rensselaer Polytechnic Institute. Again, she was the first woman and African-American to hold the position. Now, this university is located in New York and is one of the most top schools in the United States for engineering. So all these breakthroughs she made are incredibly impressive. And I believe she deserves, deserves so much more recognition for it. So. Yeah, totally agree. I mean, I did not know who this person is. So maybe that's a good thing that we're talking about this in our podcast, so that more people can know but these people are no doubt influential in STEM. It's great that we're talking about it. Um, so now that we're on NASA, after this, we're going to have a roundtable discussion with our board members. But soon after that, we're going to have something related to NASA, something very exciting um, about its rover landing on Mars. So stay tuned. So today we have some of our amazing board members on the cast. Tanush Navia, would you like to introduce yourselves? Hey everyone, my name is Tanush Kakade and I'm a second year member on the Rogue Eagles. Um, my primary interests on the team are CAD, scouting, and mechanical. Hey guys, my name is Navia Alva and I'm also a second member on the team. I primarily work on outreach, business, and CAD. That's great, and we're glad to have you guys today. Now, let's dive right into the next segment. As board members, you've obviously had to manage various aspects of the team and oversee how our club runs. So with the COVID pandemic affecting us all, describe to me how much change you see the team going through and walk us through how we've been exactly to adapt and continue moving on through all these challenges. Thanks, Avi. These past few months have been a whirlwind for sure. We've had to make a lot of changes with how the team meets, recruiting and workflow overall. Robo Eagles is so lucky to have wonderful members and mentors who are excited to participate and come together. We've held countless Google Meets with icebreakers, whiteboard drawings, and more. To make organization easier, we divided our team into four different subteams website, media, outreach, and business. This gave our members, old and new, a chance to participate on their own projects and build a stronger foundation for the team. Yeah, adding on, um, I believe that COVID has definitely made robotics more challenging as although we wanted to achieve the same goals as we have in all of the years past this time it had to be held in a completely online setting 
Um, due to there being no person comp in-person competition at all this year, our team is working to create a new and unique game design, which could be used for future years. Um, as for the challenge itself, we just completed the brainstorming phase, where we bounced ideas that we had off of each other. To help our students grow for this year, we decided to hold additional workshops to teach both CAD and programming. I just wanted to talk about the CAD and programming workshops. Um, it's obviously my first year on the team, so I've only known the COVID-19 version of things, not the non-COVID-19 version. But the CAD and programming workshops have been really fun. I've been learning a lot. And I, I'm looking forward to actually using those skills that I'm going to learn in a non-COVID setting, hopefully next, next season. Yeah, for sure. You know, just seeing how our team has adapted is quite incredible, if you ask me. Because while there are clear and obvious differences from last year, uh, I feel like the spirit of our team is stay strong. And that being in the Robo Eagles this year, even in all this COVID setting online and everything, is still just as fun because of the people, the mentors, students, and everyone, honestly. You know, speaking of which, I'd like for you to tell me some of your most memorable experiences. What stood out to you most when you first joined the team? Wow, there's many experiences. But uh, when I first joined the team, I barely knew anyone because I was new to the school. But I was immediately welcomed by alumni, mentors, and other members. Everyone was super friendly, and I've met some of my closest friends and guides on the team. I found a family here with people who shared the same passions as me. My favorite experience from last year was winning the Chairman's Award. I got to present with some of my favorite seniors, and the joy on everyone's faces when we won was priceless. We did an amazing outreach with Southeast Raleigh Elementary and worked with underprivileged children to teach them Lego robotics. I had so much fun working with the kids and I'd never seen so much creativity and happiness in one place. I learned that you, that you should always <laughs> help your teammates and, um, and support them. And I have one more thing. Nerds are cool, not jerks. I definitely miss seeing the team in person, but it's nice to see how everyone's energy and passion has traveled with us online. Yeah, exactly. I just want to like, you were talking about the chairman's um, award and that day that was our first ever robotics competition for me, Tanusha Navia being, um, and that was our first ever one, right? And our team had a sublime performance, if you ask me. We had some unfortunate incidences, some things not going our way, but so at that point, it was the award ceremony, and pretty much everyone was a little down because almost all the awards had been gone out. We hadn't gotten a single one. We heard some teams get multiple. I'm pretty sure it was Pit Pirates or some of the various other teams that were there. And then the chairman's award came up. So there's this one experience I like to remember where basically what the announcers would do, would they would essentially give this little clue as they're introducing who won the award. And they would give little clues based off of the name of your team and some things related to it. So say because we're the Robo Eagles, they said something about like the life cycle of the eagle and soaring, new hatchlings, different, different things they said. And the moment we heard one of those cues, everyone started, everyone's faces just lit up. Everyone was so excited. And suddenly, and then we basically knew it was us. And remember the chairman's award, um, for those of you listening who don't know, the Chairman's Award is the most prestigious award of all because it shows community outreach and, you know, really trying to help others. So this 
the fact that we won and also bids you an automatic ticket to states. So when we were listening, everyone just jumped up when they heard our name. We all rushed to the stands, trying getting our medals and everything. Energy, it was unreal, I have to say. So yeah. Tanish, you wanna take it away? Exactly. Yeah. No, that's those those stories are definitely true. I can tell you firsthand as I was there as well. Um I'm just I'm just gonna say something that every single year in robotics, our goal is primarily one thing, which is to reach the world level of the competition, um, which we haven't done in quite a while. So we set our sights on on this our last year, thinking that you know this had to be our year. Our seniors had never been to worlds before. So we thought that, you know, maybe this year we could, you know, finally get them there. We could give them the assistance that they needed. So throughout the competition, um, we had sort of an average performance. But to get to the competition or the world's competition in the end, we had to be we had to be way above that. So we were already off track from the beginning. So um, as Abi said, you know, we we're definitely feeling a bit down. And one thing to note about the, the chairman's award how they present it is that it's one of the last awards that they do. So we were essentially through all of our competition matches, all of our playoff matches, and almost all of the awards. So we hadn't really gotten any other awards up to that point. So we were we were definitely feeling like we were on a low because we were like, okay, we haven't ever won the chairman's award before. So we, we didn't have high expectations for it. But when our name was called up, you know, we were we were through the roof, bro. Because yeah. not only did it give us exactly. a free like trip to states, as Abi mentioned, but it also got us, you know, just one step closer to getting to our final goal. Yeah, I remember that me and another team member, uh, Caroline, we like <laughs> jumped from the bleachers and we were running down so fast that we both tripped and fell like <laughs> the ground. Um, it wasn't on camera, but we were both just like, we got up and we just kept running to the end. And it was just so much fun. I, the happiness that we felt was crazy. It would have been funny if it was on camera. That would have been amazing. <laughs> yes, I'd definitely end up on a YouTube compilation. <laughs> oh, yes, certainly. That okay. was. Um, I guess I'll move on to why I joined the team. Um, So ever since I was born, you know, I'm not going to say like I was a prodigy when I was like, <laughs> Anything. No. I'm just going to use this as a reference, but okay, let's say when I was able to use hand-eye coordination properly, since then, I've always been Wait, a fan. you can use hand-eye coordination properly, Tanish? Bit of a reach, I think. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Toxic people over here. Anyways. We love you, don't worry. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. Um, but, uh, you know, ever since... Okay, you know, I don't know how to phrase this anymore because it kind of took both of my options. But like, ever since then, I've always been a fan of, you know, building whatever I can, no matter what it is. It, it's not necessarily, you know, metal as we did in the shop, but, you know, out of Legos or Connects. But it's always going to be without instructions whatsoever. So, you know, I've always been like, had an engineering mindset from the start. And why I joined the first robotics organization in particular is because my brother, who is an alumni now, he joined the team um, through his high through high school. Ages, yeah. yes, ages. Yeah, you get a shout out. 
if you watch this. <laughs> Anyways, um, but yeah, he was on the team and he actually introduced me to the team. Um, you know, he took me, he, he convinced me to come to a competition, uh, which was all the way back in 2017. So it's actually been a while since I've been going to competitions now. Uh, it's crazy to see how time flies when you're in robotics. But um, at first, I wasn't really, I wasn't really like hooked on the team to say because you know we didn't we, we weren't competing at a particularly high level back then um it wasn't it, it definitely wasn't a highlight year but i still decided to give it a shot and once i joined the team myself once i was finally into high school i immediately felt welcomed into the family and the community that we had here i know abby and novia we were sort of talking about you know as soon as you know as soon as we enter the workshop you know it's it's insane bro like this is when i realized that first exactly was... yeah go ahead yeah no I, i'm just saying exactly like you um yeah keep going i just said exactly <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right yeah it's definitely you know positive energy positive vibes all around you know i realized that first was definitely something that's more than robots you know it was where we could build build a community, build a family together, you know, make new friends rather than sort of putting a robot together. And in addition, like to put to put the icing on the cake, I also saw an opportunity to, you know, build my engineering skills that I've been working on for the past 15 years. Um, and uh, as for, you know, what my favorite moment was, uh, it was sort of the first match that we ever played at a tournament. Um, this is because I've been waiting, since I've been going to competition since 2017, I know the thrill and the rush of seeing your robot compete. Yeah, it's so- It is unreal, honestly. Just like, you know, that, that exhilaration, like, um, because they designed the game. First, designs the games to be exciting. Um, you know, one exciting thing from the first competition we went to was this climbing feature that in the last 30 seconds, your robots have to rush in and try and get that climb to get like a huge boost of points. Like, I think it was 90 points maximum you could get of all three. And our robot in one match, we were the first robot, I think, at NC to get a triple climb. All three of our robots climbed and it was literally last second, everyone jumping, cheering. It's just <laughs> it was <laughs> it was just exhilarating. Oh no. Alright, no, no, that's no, fine. We'll continue. Um yeah. but yeah, it, it, it's 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 amazing, man. Just to see, you know, all six the six week long build season, all the hard work, the determination, the effort that went into creating this robot, creating a well functioning team, and just to see how it performed, uh that was that was everything for me. Yeah, precisely. Um, I, I remember, so Mr. Tanush Kakaday here was one of the people to drag me into robotics. And again, I wasn't sold primarily because I had zero experience. And by zero, I mean none. I did not know how to code. I did not know how to build anything. And I was thinking, why should I join robotics? Because I didn't know anything. It was, I thought, I, I always had this misconception in my mind that it was always like these smart people trying to code um, and coding and all that kind of stuff. I went and I immediately felt welcome. I remember specifically the kickoff. Um, so basically, uh, if you're not sure with the structure of robotics, basically with FIRST, they'll introduce a game in the first week of January. And this is what your robot plays in, the challenges and everything. Now, 
we went uh so this was at the workshop it was jam-packed with people everyone had watched the stream at that point and ideas just bouncing around seniors juniors sophomores freshmen everyone just going off talking about like what we're gonna do and it was just incredible to watch because everyone was involved not it wasn't like you know seniors taking charge uh juniors the more experienced members who know everyone is contributing you know meshing their ideas and they ended up pitching it and then build season was underway that was honestly joining robotics was one of the best decisions of my life and i had i do not regret it and it's a it's a family that's what it is tenure said it before i feel like novia said it it's a family we're all in it together and audit i know it's your first year but you're gonna be you're a part of this family too buddy and it's it's something amazing to be a part of. Uh, I can totally relate to how you felt um, before because I didn't really have any programming experience or much experience with robotics at all. But I do feel like I'm learning a lot. And um, I do, um, it is, it, I do feel like it was a good decision to join the team. And yeah, yeah, so I, I really like it here. Exactly. So, yeah, that's something that we sort of advertise and we cannot stress enough is that once you're joining a robotics team, you never need experience. That's something that, you know, the veteran members and the mentors can teach you, you know, that's why they're here to sort of get us all on the same page, get us all educated. And I know Avi and I, we were friends before um, we actually ended up joining the robotics team. But since I already knew what it was like, I knew the type of person that Avi was like, I knew what he would be like on the team. I knew that he had that optimistic mindset and he was willing to learn. And that's why I was sort of, you know, I wouldn't want to say pushed it on him, but I essentially, I essentially made him join the team. I was like, dude, you're not going to regret it. It's such a great idea. Just trust me on this one. And I certainly didn't. Yeah. And I met so many great friends. I met Navia, Tanush, and now Audit that was able to, um, you know, recruiting. Everyone was together. Again, it's a family. Uh, Navia, do you have anything? For me, I kick off, I didn't really know anybody. So I was kind of nervous to go because I was like, oh, I don't know anybody here. I'm going to be all alone. But I met so many incredible people and like the energy, like you guys were mentioning, was so like upbeat. Everyone was so excited. Everyone was teaching everyone. Like I got to meet some of the alumni and they were so welcoming and they introduced me to more people. and. It was one of the best decisions I've ever made to join the team. And robotics is for everyone, so. Yes, ma'am. Well, yeah. it was great hearing from you, Tanush and Navia. Thank you guys so much for coming on today. Um, in fact, Tanush and Navia will be hosting an interview special soon on the podcast. So be sure to check that out when it comes on and stay tuned to our podcast. So now we will move on to a very special event in the field of space exploration. So, Audit, I have recalled that before we started talking with Tanush and Navia, you had said something about NASA, some interesting event that had gone on, gone, went on. Would you like to go ahead about that? Right. Um, I wanted to bring up the rover expedition um, by NASA. It's a rover called Perseverance, and it landed on Mars um, February 18th. And it left six months ago and has completed its long journey and it's landed successfully and its main missions, um, it's going to deploy the Ingenuity helicopter. It's mm. going to be the first helicopter that's ever flown on any planet 
There's going to be a helicopter on a different planet. All right, so it's going to basically deploy the helicopter and then it's going to drive off and then the helicopter is going to do its thing and fly. But um, it's also going to collect samples that will come back in sometime in the 2030s. um, Nine years from now. That's actually, that's a long time. Wow. Yeah, because they're going to have to get another um, space mission to go get samples. And it's also going to explore the Jezero Crater, which is an ancient lake site. And it's going to be looking for fossils. Um, which could the possible be. signs of like ancient life and yep. those kind of things. That's incredible, honestly. You think yeah, all of this research is going to help the eventual expedition when humans eventually go to Mars? Yeah. Whatever that may be. If we could find out whether um, and um, whether organisms actually existed at one point, we could it could help us with um, figuring out if organisms could exist there in the future. Yeah, it's going to be a big thing for our knowledge Mars. So certainly yeah. big steps for humanity. Just a couple years ago, not a couple years, decades ago, we were just barely landing on the moon and now we're looking even further beyond. It's quite incredible the giant steps are um our humankind is taking towards these new horizons. Quite incredible, honestly. Well, um that is all we have for you guys on this episode. So be sure to stay tuned as we will be bringing more episodes featuring interviews and exciting news in the STEM world and information related to robotics. If you're listening to us on YouTube and you hate seeing our faces, check us out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you're listening to the audio, make sure to check out our YouTube channel to see our wonderful faces. Uh, Thanks for listening. See you guys next time. Yes, sir. And to everyone listening, keep soaring high and make sure you fly by our channel for new episodes. See you all later.